Are you saying you faked with me? Yeah. Now you're single. What do you know about sexual relations? Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? I'm a little worried about being a slut. You're listening to the Come With Us podcast. Talking the good, the kinky, and the ugly. Here are your hosts, Beth and Aaron. Hey there, all you holes, poles, everything in between. Welcome to Come With Us podcast. I am Aaron. Uh, again, this week, no Beth Darling. She is still out uh, grieving for the loss of her daughter. If you didn't check out last week's episode with Dr. Stephanie Sigler, I highly suggest you do. Uh, we got pretty deep talking about mental health and grieving the loss of a loved one and just all the kind of stuff that Beth is, is going through right now after losing her daughter. Um, but yeah, feel free to go check it out. It should be episode 155 out there. I don't know if I have them completely numbered, but I'll get around to that. Today, we have a guest that we've had on before, a friend of the show, one that we had gotten some feedback saying, hey, uh, we want an update. What's going on? So Vivian Rose was on with us, oh, let's see, about two years ago. She was actually in studio with us uh, back when uh, Tina was on the show with us as well. And um, because I'm trying to, you know, make sure we keep putting out content and stuff like that. I texted her and said, Hey, been a couple of weeks since uh, you and I have talked, but it's been a couple of years since our listeners have found out. So you want to come on and talk to us and, and kind of update us on what's going on with you and the, the SSBBW modeling world and squashing world and face sitting and all that fun stuff. And she happily said yes. So uh, joining me now, Vivian Rose model extraordinaire. Uh, her camera is not on. So if you're watching on, on, youtube right now sorry you're, you don't get to see the the live and in-person face of vivian because she's recovering um apparently a lot of stuff was going around during the holidays and everybody got sick luckily not me i don't know why so knock on wood there but vivian how you been oh i'm wonderful i'm tickled to be called a friend of the show <laughs> oh yeah of course you're a friend of the show mm. we loved having mm. you on and it was a blast then um yes, it was. and it's gonna be a blast now uh so like I said, it's been about two years. Uh, the Amazon sh- Amazon Prime show that you were on had just had just come out, or was just about to come out when we recorded with you. Um, That's right. That was what twenty twenty one, I believe, late twenty twenty one, maybe. Or yeah, early gosh. Uh, it feels like yeah. yesterday and seven years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what what have you been up to? Uh, kind of give us a little rundown. Um, you know what. What has the modeling and squashing face sitting world brought you in the last, you know, 365 plus days? <laughs> you know, it's coming from every angle. It's all kinds of different stuff. It's just being a body positive big girl and being a, a squishing smothering goddess. I've been traveling a lot, of course, and I stay gone for like one or two or three months and then come back home and do absolutely nothing for about a month and forget I even do this. <laughs> wow. I'm in vacation mode right now. Yeah. So you live like kind of like a touring band does. Like a band will go out mm-hmm. on tour for about 90 days, 120 days, you know, go out there, sell the merch, play the show, sell some albums, and then go home, kind of look at each other and go, okay, I don't want to be around you anymore. I, I just kind of want to sit and hang out, you know, be with my family. Um, yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's, I'm assuming you probably would have 
I'd probably guess four or five total work trips every year where you just kind of disappear from, uh, from your hometown. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Cause I'll get pretty much usually the East coast lined up and then just go disappear for a while until there's no demand and everybody's tired of me and then come back home and play with the dogs. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, that doesn't sound like a bad way. Uh, do you, no. like, is it a lot of flying or is it just driving? Like you get in the car and, and roll. Uh, when you line I get up. in the car and roll. Okay, wow, that's that's a lot of driving. Like I, I'm one who I loves love to drive. It. I love road trips. Uh, I used to live in Nashville, so I would make the run from Houston to Nashville a couple few times a year easily, mm -hmm. and it would be easy. And I had a blast, yeah. with it, but I just three months of just driving on the road, stopping for a few days, driving on the road, stopping for a few days. That sounds hectic. <laughs> it can be sometimes, but. Uh, honestly, I've learned things as I've gone about my personal preferences. So, um, there'll be places where I do sit for like a week or two. Usually it's New York. So I'll put New York in the middle of a couple of two or three day visits and then stay in New York for like two weeks. And then I'm dying to go again. So wow. I, I get back in the car. Yeah. And see, I've only been to New York once and it was for work and it was for like, when I go out of town on work, I'm there for like 38 hours. So I don't get to do much of the sightseeing if, if at all. Um, oh my so, goodness. Like I have friends who go to New York and they're like, Oh, it's the coolest thing ever. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. And I'm like, okay, but I, I don't have time. And there are much, I'm more of an out or like mountains and away from humans kind of person. So if I'm going to go on oh, vacation, yeah. it's, Colorado or I mean I have friends in Colorado so I go there just to see them and their kids uh, but like the hill country here in Texas or the beach or something like that like New York just sounds so packed and there's just so many people it, it would piss me off I have a feeling well I think you can find your bubble but yes New York is always bustling and always energetic there's always something going on um, I love it but would never want to live there. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I have one friend who went there for a like three day visit years ago and came back. And the day he got <laughs> back was like, I'm moving to New York. And I was like, what? And I, I was probably six or seven years older than him. Uh, mm -hmm. well, I still am. He's still alive, thankfully. And he was like, I, I'm moving. And he was 22 at the time. And I was, you know, 28, but, you know, been around the block a little bit more than he had. Not saying I mm -hmm. experienced a whole lot, but I was like, have you put thought into this? He goes, yep, I'm moving. He goes, I thought about it the whole flight back. And I was like, okay. And so we talked about it and he, yeah, he had a whole plan. He was like, by the end of this year, I will be living in New York. And he had like a whole map of like, I need to do this, this, and this. And I was like, okay, well, wow. oh, I, good for you. And I was, but <laughs> I know his personality and his personality probably I, at first I was like, you're not going to get along with New York. He was like, I don't care. I like the city better than I like the people. Screw them. So <laughs> uh, that's how he ended up there. So congrats to him. I mean, he's still killing it up there. Um, he moved up there and had a had was working three or four jobs in the media sphere all at the same time and was killing it. Um, wow. But yeah. Well, so. there's something special to finding, to discovering that. Um, and when you find it and you don't immediately jump on it, it sits inside you and festers. As a creative, I feel this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I'm from Houston and you've been to Houston, uh, 
And I'm you from love Houston. New York. Well, okay. I didn't know if you wanted to tell people you were from Houston as well. Absolutely. Um, I'm I, don't know, I don't know if we want to uh, we want to talk about the uh, the biases, but better food scene, New York or Houston? Oh, Houston. Okay. I just want to make sure. But if there were any two um, fraternal twins, <laughs> that, that would be Houston and New York. Okay. Um, we are now currently what the food capital. Uh, the diversity is just amazing. But New York is just older at it, I guess. Yeah. It, it's older at it. I mean, they. the thing is, is like Houston is to me like the city that you don't go there for the glitz and glam of money. You go there because you love to make, like having known a lot of people in the culinary world of Houston, like you either lived here or you moved here because you went, you know what? I, I want to, I'm really good at what I do and I want to show it off. I don't need the, mm-hmm. I don't need a, and you know, so many celebrity chefs that people see on, you know, food network or HGTV or whatever the hell it is. They have agents just like a, a singer, just like a model, just like your favorite football player. They have an agent that works to get them on TV and get them in people's homes all the time so that, you know, they become more of a brand in Houston. It's a lot of, I don't need an agent. I'm going to let my food speak for myself. Have at it. Exactly. Uh, and they do it. Um, so, well, it's more like, so like New York is YouTube shorts of eating and Houston is like the full video because we're so sprawling and we build out where New York builds on top of everything. You know, you have seven layers and here's the landfill. Then there's the apartment. Then there's the restaurant on top (laughs) in the roof. Yeah, Um, But we have, yeah, we have those um, more and more of those ambiance restaurants coming up. And there was one I just looked at yesterday. The roof is just gorgeous. I mean, the ceiling is just gorgeous. And I went to that French restaurant Annabelle's recently and they have this just whole world on the root of the ceiling of the restaurant that they change out throughout the the year. So we we do a whole experience around the dining and what we do is eat. So we sit and we spread and we relax and, and gorge. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. I have to check that place out. Um, so recommend. in traveling, you said you like to divide things up by region. Um, when you're traveling, yes. is it more meeting fans? Is it more like modeling and photo shoots and shooting content? Or is it kind of just, you know, six of one, half dozen of the other? The nature has changed as I've gone. Uh, when I first started out, it was just, I mean, like practice wise, I was I was new at it. And I was taking a stab and figuring out what I liked. So it was go where the requests were. And uh, spend a couple of days, actually find out that that was too long. So what I do is I kind of compile all the requests that I get in my email for sessions and go there. And then from there, I know that the trip is at least paid for and uh, I can play with whatever else is available. So fan meets, I really haven't done, um, but I'm getting more open to that now. Um, Photography. It depends on the city. If if it's like Baltimore, for example, uh, Photos by Phelps uh, is there, Girl Cat Photo. So I'll definitely spend more time there because he's there and shoot. Um, so it depends on the city entirely. So I know Girl Cat Photo, they followed, uh, I think after we released with you, they followed us on Twitter. 
So then we uh-huh. follow them back. They like primarily deal with curvier, plus size, you know, voluptuous models, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And he has his his flavor. Um, Girl Cat, so he's three different. He's Avalon Creative Arts, Girl Cat Photo, and Photos by Phelps. And uh, Girl Cat Photo actually started with me and Anna Marks. So we were the first, and he has his particular style. He's a little more low light, um, not um, photoshopping out things, you know, seeing cellulite, seeing marks, that kind of thing. So he's really the one that I cut my confidence chops on photography-wise. Interesting. Yeah, see, that's Mm – like, I know there is artistic differences between photographers, but oh yeah, like all of the nitty gritty of lighting and all those crazy details just makes my head spin because you can change it 2% from one thing. And all of a sudden the photo looks completely different. It's anybody who does take pictures for a living or, you know, uh, I've got family members who did it for a, for a college major. Like that's ridiculous. Like I, it makes yeah like, just and, and they say the same thing about me with audio and sound because they'll look at me and I'll sit there with like a two hour piece of audio and I'll get it cut down packaged ready to go within you know an hour um, and they'll look at me and be yeah, like that's How do you fascinating do that? well, to that's me just, you know that's what <laughs> I do teach me your ways. <laughs> I can I can teach you how depending on what kind of sound you want to go for and what you, I mean you, we talked about audio a little bit off the air Mm -hmm. i'll peel back the curtain you said you wanted to order a microphone because you wanted to do more voice stuff what kind of voice stuff were you were you interested in well that's that's i mean not listening to me right now because i sound like a trucker but uh i i don't know i something with voice uh when i did my first podcast i was in love like i i went home feeling like your brother did about new york and it was just voice things you know just talking to people just talking very cool. Yeah, I know that uh, Beth and I have been working on getting somebody on. There are apps all over the place now that do um, like coaching, like I want to say not sex coaching, but like a play by play of like a uh, for people who want more creativity, but also don't feel like they're too creative, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. there are apps out there that I've now come across that I'm working on trying to get somebody who runs them or works on them where it's like a step-by-step play-by-play of some sexy unknown voice. You put it on for you and your partner and they tell you what to do and you do it. And so it's, <gasps> I it's, love that. it's almost like a Simon says without the Simon says part of, Ooh, let you know, me be your girl. Like, let yeah. Uh, so I'll have to send those apps to you and you'll have to look into it because you've got Talk the voice for it. it. It would work really well. And I, I can help you. I mean, you're in Houston. I can help you get set up with, good equipment and everything like that and make it sound all nice and professional. Um, oh, that would be awesome. Me and Beth, um, off, uh, um, behind the curtain and then a little bit on, um, talked a little bit about just, you know, coaching people because when I was making, so I, I have recorded, of course, sex tapes, quote unquote. Um, but I shared them with a friend and I don't, I don't remember the impetus, but anyways, she, she found it beneficial. It wasn't a dirty thing because she was a bigger body and she was trying to understand how to, you know, have intimacy with her partner and the logistics of doing that around, you know, a bigger body. 
So I, I think that there's, there's a world for that. There's a need for that. There is. And I, I keep, uh, I love Beth. I can't wait to get her, get her back. Uh, cause I, my heart goes out to her. Yeah. We're all praying for her. I know our listeners, we've gotten emails and, and, you know, social media interactions, stuff like that saying, you know, Hey, I'm praying for Brett, for Beth, uh, just pass along my, my, my sympathies and my condolences. Uh, but we, we love you, Beth. We all do. And I mean, we, I wouldn't be here without her. So this, this podcast wouldn't exist without her. So I'm going to do my mm. best to kind of, I guess, keep it limping along until, until we get her back. But you and I talked about that a couple, like a year ago or so, just texting about stuff like that, where, you know, mm-hmm. she has, she has sexy ed school and all that stuff. You bring a different flavor to it that, you know, Hey, she teaches, she teaches women how to, or well, men too, how to give blowjobs and how to, men and women, how to eat pussy, like, like a champion. You could teach plenty of people, you know, face sitting, squashing, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Even more of it, just having the conversation at all, I think probably improves your game tenfold because people don't talk about it or they're embarrassed to ask. And, and it opens up a whole world when you learn that, Oh, the pleasure can be like this. I I've been missing out. Oh, let's talk more. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, so speaking of squashing and stuff like that, because you you told Uh me, uh, off the air, you know, that's, that's what you've been doing on some of your, your travels and stuff. Um, Walk me through it a little bit because it's not something I'm familiar with. Uh, I mean, other than the the you know shorts and pictures that you post on uh, you post on social media, mostly Twitter because mm-hmm. Twitter or X or whatever you call it doesn't have really content. Uh, hey, we're gonna ban you for putting up you know pictures of, mm-hmm. of a of a woman's ass or something like that, like uh, like Instagram and stuff does. So my I think my trips are ultimately. The, the goal is those sessions and um, walking you through like what one is. They kind of run the gamut as far as why people like what they like and what it is they like. I mean, even just about sitting on a face. Um, there are like seven different reasons that someone can like it. But it's all along the line of femdom. It's all along the line of enjoying the mass uh, or just in general, loving a, a big, beautiful woman and wanting her in your proximity and having her to yourself. So, gotcha. Uh, yeah, there's been a. I spend a lot of time on Reddit when I'm not working, uh, and <laughs> some of the the Reddits that deal with you know the sexier side of life is at least once a week. There's a post of women going, guys. When you say you want us to sit on your face, like I, I'm gonna kill you. Like, what do you, do you want me? Like, what do you mean? Like, stop thinking. Like, you're not. There's no way you're being literal. And there are mountains and mountains of comments of guys going, "Yep, if I die, I die." Like that mm-hmm. being buried beneath a woman's ass sounds the perfect way to go. And I mean, I'm not gonna say it hasn't crossed my mind. It doesn't sound horrible to me. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, like there is a whole world of people out there who just look at it and go, "What that." That's and for some reason, a lot of them are women who go that that's what you want, like, and think that guys are are being facetious or being over the top or stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, I can imagine the trauma of 
someone saying they want something, you working through your fears about it, doing it, and then they freak. Yeah. <laughs> That's a scar. <laughs> but I, I mean, I mean, I'm over 400 pounds and I have not killed a single person. I haven't even maimed a single person. And trust me, I have given it my all. And if I can do it, you'll be fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so how about halfway through here? How does like one go about like when somebody wants to book a squashing or face sitting or, or whatever you want to call it session with you, like walk us through the whole thing, start to finish all that fun stuff. As much detail as you want to give basically. Sure. Sure. Um, in general, we all use our social media to advertise in some way. Instagram, of course, is pretty heavily censored. So it's kind of an illusion uh, to what we do. So it's just a travel schedule. And then maybe a picture of me and like Amazon Amanda, if we're going to be in the same city, or me and Aston Martin, if we're going to be in the same city. Um, we give you our travel dates and our email and we ask you to email us if you're interested in booking a session we also advertise on twitter twitter is a little more explicit i guess you can say so we Risky, you know i'll yeah, put a, yeah so i can a, put a picture of me sitting on top of somebody and you can't see anything but their thumb you know sticking out saying you know thumbs up yeah um so you email. Um, I also advertise on Trist. It's uh, T-R-Y-S-T. It's a, a website, trist.link. And uh, we say that we're in a city and people go on there and they search the city. They search for SSBBW. They search for Femdom or whatever and uh, email us. And then from there, I say, you know, I'm going to be here. This is what I require. I ask for a 50% deposit. Uh, I host in my hotel and um, be respectful or I'll kick your ass. Fair enough. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, like what kind of, um, you might not want to answer this or you might, you know, there might be some like NDA that everybody signs, but what kind of, uh, mo I'm guessing it's mostly men. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever um, had a female it's all request? Men. Okay, it's all men. I have not, though I'm open to it. I think women are a little more afraid. Fair enough. Um, of the men that you've, you know, that you meet that do this, like when you're out there traveling, because it's not just you. Like you said, there's, you know, models oh, and models yeah. and, mo and, and plenty of women who do it. Like, what kind of fate? Like, what? What kind? What's the demographic? Yeah. Like, what? What are we looking at? Like, what kind of a guy? If you saw in it, sitting in a bar, would you go? bet you 50 bucks i could get it or i've had an email from that guy just by his you know what i actually have tried that and and that's something that crosses my mind when they walk in the door um it runs the gamut when i first started out i thought i knew and i didn't i was so wrong i've had these huge six five big boys walk in the door and then I've had these little tiny, you know, five one skinny, uh, nervous little guys come in. I've had perfectly normal, like blue collared, brick layer New Yorker kind of guys, and 
the only thing that kind of differs is maybe what they like about it. Okay. What it is they're seeking when you're there. Um, and sometimes even that is not predictable. So it really runs a gamut. And, and I ask them a lot of um, like the origins of their kink or, you know, where do you think you started liking something like this? And, and for example, one said that when his, his teacher would discipline him in, I think, kindergarten, you know, she would hold him down by sitting on him. Um, one said he was, yeah, like, you know, because I guess he was a, a, a frenetic little thing and he ran around everywhere. So she held him down by sitting down on him. That's, a, and that's like 100% inappropriate <laughs> for a teacher to do to a student. Like, I that was homeschooled. That's, that's still kind of back when they still had corporal punishment. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there that that is, you bring it up. I mean, there are people who developed a, uh, a spank kink. Uh, for stuff like that, because that was, you know, what, what would happen in school, you know, you're bad, you get whapped with a ruler, you get, you know, swatted with a paddle kind of thing. But that's the- something I found out. I didn't know I liked doing really <laughs> someone made me a paddle. <laughs> so you like the spanking or being spanked? Oh, don't, don't spank me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I mean, in, you know, personal life, maybe yes, but not too much. It's not a, um, submissive you know daddy's gonna punish you thing because i'll kick your ass but um yeah i've definitely become more dominant doing this <laughs> okay very so, so basically- that, and then one guy told me like he was he was wrestling with his cousin as a kid and there was this point where i guess she sat on him in such a way that it it stimulated his little boy bits and and so he associates that, and it and it wasn't about the cousin. It wasn't anything family gross. It's just you know, it's a body part, and yeah. you know it functions healthy. And and he found out he liked that. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Uh, are most of your like? This is going to sound weird, or, or I'm not trying to call anybody out or anything like that. Are they mostly like single men? Are some of them married? Are they, you know, are there married ones who have their their significant other's blessing or ones that are, you know, like you can tell they're trying to kind of keep things under wraps? Um, um, I think that they're largely single guys. Um, I don't ask too much about it because I like to have a plausible deniability because I, I do have a moral compass and, and I don't want to, you know, walk around with that karma. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I do feel I am a service okay. and it is something that I've thought about long and hard to try to understand from every angle. And I, if someone were to ask the very things that I do for work, in a personal relationship, I think I'd feel like a freak. So I get why they would come to me as opposed to their wives, because there is that Madonna whore complex that prevails among women and a lot of men, you know, they can't see their wife as this and that. And, and that's that duality that I I think is a um, time long challenge, you know? Yeah. So Interesting. If that makes sense. No, no, yeah. it does. Cool. All right. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like I said, it's stuff that we I've seen posted <laughs> on our our social medias when I'm trying to. I need to be better about posting stuff. But you know, as 
going through and trying to find, you know, find guests, find topics, find stuff we want to talk about, see you promoting your stuff all the time. And that was more of my curiosity. And I don't know how many of our listeners are curious, curious about it, but Hey, they got a rundown. <laughs> yep. Email me. Yeah. And it's, you know, it runs the gamut. It's not, you know, that's not the only things I do. Really what I do when someone emails me is ask them what they're interested in because I can't have possibly done everything. And even Amazon Amanda, who's been doing this for 20 years, she hasn't done everything. So I am an infinitely curious person and I want to expand uh, my knowledge of what is a kink, what people are interested in. And so I welcome emails and questions too, as long as you're not wasting my time. Yeah. I See, I remember when you brought, when you'd said her name to me, I I was like, man, I know that name. Why do I know that? Why do I know that name? She was on Comedy Central, what now is probably a decade ago with uh, with uh, Daniel Tosh on Tosh.0. And oh, so yeah. like, that was, that was, I, I heard the name when you said it to me one time and I was like, I know the name. I like what? And so then I had to rack my brain for days and days. And finally I just like Googled it and, or I Googled her and stuff like that. And then through enough YouTube scrolling, like, Oh, Hey, she was on with Daniel Tosh. That's why I know the name. That's oh, okay. <laughs> uh, kind of thing. Uh, so it was, it was how often, sorry, I'm going to go off the side from what I was about to ask you, but like, how often do you work with her? Um, there, there isn't a frequency to give you a how often, but we do text and try to be in the same city. Um, or at least I try (laughs) to be in the same city with her. Um, we will be, we'll be in Seattle together in January. Oh, very cool. And then we're working on in in Seattle coming in January. There's a, Mm -hmm. there's uh, an appearance. Okay. Uh, you said Amanda's going to be there. There's uh, Aston Martin, you said? Oh, yeah. Yeah, not, we'll not all be the car, there. Obviously. I mean, I've been to Seattle. <laughs> there are plenty of actual cars like that. But uh, she's actually a model, correct? She's a model like you? Um, She is a porn star. Oh, wow. She's full on porn. So you're not going, like, again, if I, if I step on your toes here, tell me. No, bring it. What would you classify yourself as versus what? you know, Amanda or Aston or any of them would be. So Amanda and I came to this conclusion in an Uber because we were riding to a restaurant in San Francisco and the guy was asking what we do and we were particularly giggly. I don't know why, Um, but we're fetish models. That's what we are. Okay. So you, Vivian Rose, fetish model, Aston Martin, porn Porn star. star. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I am bringing her over to the world of face sitting. <laughs> I I have a feeling if there's going to be a a person that you know bring her over and get her to enjoy it, it would be you. <laughs> you know, she. Um, I guess you know when she and I have conversations, I'm remembering through her how I used to be about the concept because there are things that I now like accept and allow as far as the fetish of being my size or the fetish of doing certain things and certain things that men ask of you in a session. Um, She is just getting into it and she's just learning that she kind of likes it and that it's okay. And it doesn't make her feel 
like a fetish or like a freak. You know, she she still yeah. has some issues around that. Yeah. So, but she's starting to love the face sitting part. And man, when we're in a city together, the demands for that are insane. Oh, I bet. I yeah, bet. but they uh, want us to face at each other, and I'm like, hell oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, before so before we get you out of here, uh, you're talking about body pos- positivity, and, and you know, even talking about you know, Aston kind of coming into her own with that kind of stuff. You were in a book recently, right? Oh, so I was. He was a professor at Marion University at the time, and now he's somewhere else. But he started this uh, project for a book, Fat Phobia, uh, Body Positivity, and Social Media's Impact on It. And he interviewed a handful of us girls that are out there in whatever capacity, you know, doing uh, body positivity, photography, the Instagrams with the talking about the issues that we experience in our bodies. And that is, excuse me, culminating this month, I believe that they will be finally publishing it, uh, found a publisher and uh, it will be made into a whole bookie book. Very cool. Yeah. You'll have to send yeah. it to send us the, the details when it comes out and we'll have, we'll post it on social media as well. Uh, Very cool. Interested in it. There's also a couple of, uh, so I worked with Julia Schutz in LA. Um, she's a wonderful, amazing Swedish photographer who lives in LA now. And um, she's put out, I think it's three different coffee table books. And uh, I think at one point, one of them is going to be at available at the MoMA. I'll have to get more details, but Julia Schutz, um, I'm in her three books. She did one that was all around kind of a, a pop star photogra- photography style and it's doms and their subs. And so that's, that's pretty interesting and it's all just photography. So I'll find the information on that. I think that'll be very cool to see. Very cool. Very, mm-hmm. very cool. Well, I thank you for being here with us today. Uh, oh, I really I love you, appreciate ben. it. Uh, I know Beth misses you. Uh, we'll have you on again when, when everything, you know, we get back to, uh, to full strength here. Uh, cause I know she misses you and because you live in the same city as us, we'll actually, you know, be in the same room, hang out. Uh, we had some listeners who said, you know, cause what was 85 inches around? Uh, yeah. 84, 85, 84. So we had listeners email in and stuff when you were on the first time and said, Hey, what, you, you know, you guys are talking about this, this, large and beautiful woman and i came to to youtube because i was listening and then i wanted to see you know what i'm, I'm trying to get my mind to wrap 85 inches around and you didn't <laughs> have her stand up and show off so we'll do something uh-huh. in person uh where people can get a better uh better idea but also go follow vivian on twitter facebook instagram what are all of those oh so on twitter i'm bbw vivian rose on Instagram, I'm the Vivian Rose, and uh, those those are the basics. Okay. I try to keep the Vivian Rose as the the theme. Gotcha. Okay. Well, cool. There you go. Um, I'll post those links to your socials as well in the in the show notes, all that stuff. Uh, and then if anybody wants to get in contact with you or, or questions about you know squashing body positivity stuff like that. Uh, we did a whole, Beth and I did a whole episode 
about six months ago or so about uh, a guy emailed in and said, you know, my wife, she, you know, she's had kids and now she's, she feels unsexy. So how do I bring out that body positivity that was there when we first started dating kind of thing. And so we dove into that a little bit. Um, Mm. So, but yeah. So anybody who interested, want to find out, go check out Vivian Rose on Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Uh, Like I said, down there in the show notes, feel free to go click and explore and learn. Um, You might find something that you're interested in that you didn't, you know, we talk about finding things all the time that, oh, hey, (laughs) that never occurred to me uh, that you might be interested in. Feel free to email me too. Cool. I'll put that down in the show notes as well. Uh, Vivian awesome. Rose, thank you for being here with us. I appreciate it. Uh, holes, polls, guys, girls, everybody, uh, feel free to go follow us on social media if you're not already. Uh, if you're not, shame on you. Come with us podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Come with us pod on Twitter. Uh, while I'm still, you know, keeping this thing running, if you have any topics you want to dive into, guests you're interested in, models, uh, you know, I'm not going to promise I can get, you know, Kate Upton or anybody like that on the show, but if you have a, you know somebody you follow in the sexy world that you want a, an opinion on or, or you want to hear from, email us. Come with us confessions at gmail.com. That's come with us confessions at gmail.com. I'm checking that daily, uh, just in case there's somebody out there who goes, "Oh, I'm interested in this," and I haven't heard anybody talk about it. Uh, so make sure you share the fr- share the episode share the podcast with your friends uh might be weird to share it with your family but if you're that kind of comfortable person <laughs> go for it um thank you for listening we will be back here next week uh keep praying for beth and her family as they uh they grieve the loss of mm-hmm. kaya um and vivian thank you for being here and we will see everybody next week much love Thanks for listening to the Come With Us podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media at Come With Us podcast and send in your questions, comments, and confessions to comewithusconfessions at gmail.com. Until next time, keep it fun, flirty, and naughty.